0: And Welcome guys to another episode of my Bite Size Tutorials to prepare for CompTIA Network Plus exam. Also, I have these up for exam. So if you want to check it out, you can, the link would be given in the description box below. So now that we have covered the basics of network, let's move on and understand a very important topic. Having a good, clear and thorough understanding of this topic is a must because as we'll proceed, you'll see how everything in networking operates based on this. So buckle up and let's start by a brief introduction to the OSI model or the Open System Interconnection model. So in the previous days, computers generally were able to communicate with only those computers who were made by the same manufacturers. For example, you speak Chinese and your friends speak Russian. Since you don't know their language and they don't know yours, you cannot communicate. But then comes this global lingua franca, that is English and now if you know English and they know English too, you both can communicate easily. Smooth right? Similarly, in the world of computers, two computers belonging to different manufacturers cannot communicate and thus, OSI model was made. So that just like how English became a common medium, OSI becomes a common medium so that every computer can communicate with each other. This open system interconnection model was developed by international organization of standardization in around 1970s. The OSI model is the primary architectural model for networks. It describes how data and network information are communicated from an application on one computer through the network media to an application on another computer. The OSI reference model breaks this approach into layers. Now let's see what do we mean by these layers. For example, you work in an office under the marketing department. But all the processes related to you getting your paychecks is managed by the finance department and the hiring and termination procedures are handled by human resources department. So basically all those tasks that are required to run your business are divided and grouped into smaller subunits. These smaller subunits is what you might call layers. Because you need all of them to fulfill the assigned task one by one for you to achieve your goal. And that is how layers work in OSI model. In OSI model we have 7 layers each of which has the own set of jobs to accomplish just like how development teams work on development. Finance team works on finances and etc. etc. So, till now, you might have already understood the benefits of using the OSI model or any other layer reference model in that case. But still, to have a quick overview, let's talk about what those advantages are. First, OSI model helps you divide your network communication processes into smaller subunits or layers, which makes it easier for you to develop and design components as well as in troubleshooting them. Second, since it standardizes network components, it allows multiple vendor component development. What this means is that, for example, you have to make dinner for your friends. So you start working, but then you realize you know how to make the main dish but not how to bake a cake or dessert. So you take help of one of your friends and ask them to make a dessert. So multiple vendor component works something like this. You can have components from different vendors and then combine them into one. Third advantage of OSI model is that it encourages industry standardization by specifying the functions that occur at each layer of the model. Fourth, it isolates the layers so that any changes in some layer does not affect any other layer. Right, so now that we know what these layers signify, what are the advantages of using this kind of approach and what is the purpose of the OSI model? Let's end this episode at this point and continue discussing the layers of OSI model in the next episode. I hope you liked this lecture. Thank you for giving this podcast your time and stay tuned for the next episode.